I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Wedding Session. I am Trina and my co-host Kelly is here as well. Hey, hey, what's up? Today, we are introducing a new series to you called The Design Series. Hold for applause. <laughs> applause. <laughs> yeah. I'm very uh, excited. <laughs> so yeah, so lately with our admin work being higher than normal, we have decided to upload all of our blogs and we've been reminiscing about how beautiful some of the weddings we have been Mm -hmm. turning uh, in past years and in present times as well so we thought let's dive into this a bit more we're going to talk to our vendor friends as well and get some more insight for you guys so you can be inspired to design which leads me to my next question is to kelly yes (laughs) why do you find designing so fun and made a career of it oh um this is this is actually a really hard question. I don't know. I like, <laughs> I like, I like creating pretty things. I like creating um, environments and atmospheres for people. And I like creating an experience. I think that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was in school for um, event management, that was one of the, um, they used to teach us all this sort of stuff. And one of them was like the, the six A's of events. And one of them is um, is the atmosphere, and I, I it really resonated with me because I like the idea that part of the an event that you go into, it's not just um, like there's so many different factors that are included, and they all kind of connect and and kind of work together. Mm-hmm. But what is the one thing that you love whenever you go to an event, whether it's a wedding or a birthday party or whatever? And sometimes a lot of it's like you walk in the room and you're like, wow, wow. <laughs> Trent's second word, wow. It's his favorite word because you're just like, oh my gosh. Like it just, you know, the 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 look of things uh, when you see these beautiful tablescapes or these arrangements or the smell of the flowers or maybe you have candles going or um, – you know, just the, the the different textures of things you've got, the the flowers that are there, or the the fabrics um, on the tables, or the uh, the paper of your invitation. Like, there's just so much that's involved when it comes to creating an event. That I just I love all those little little tiny details, and I love being being part of that. Now, my challenges is that um, much like how I used to study art history, I'm not an artist, but I love it. Um, I recognize that there are some things that I don't know how to do yet. So I definitely rely on the professionals. So we'll always rely on a, on a stationary artist. We're always going to rely on a florist. We're always going to rely on, um, you know, a a calligrapher or something like that Mm -hmm. to, to do those items, but to be able to work together and create something just super cool and so customized to our clients. I just, I I love it. I totally nerd out on this. I, I like rabbit hole for hours. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that you love it because okay, I don't love it. Like it's not <laughs> it's not a passion within me. Do I enjoy getting these pieces together and seeing the final product? Yeah, I, I enjoy the logistics behind it and getting I like making the impossible possible. I think that's yeah. what I like about the aspect. Uh, I have trouble in the getting there part parts. I can get it started. I can finish it. But the journey of the car <laughs> moving to point B is tough because I just don't understand why you would glue 13,000 hearts to something. I just, I, to me, it does, it's not joyful. It does not spark joy. But, but think of the chandelier that you've created afterwards. Oh, oh, for sure. The final piece, I'm like, wow. But for me, it's really tough to see that vision. So I think in the design series, it's going to be good because I have learned to trust you in your design process. Sometimes I've questioned it thinking, what are you talking about with what this? in the actual F? Yeah. But then I... S- Every time it turns out more and better beyond my expectations. So I'm like, oh, that's what she was trying to describe to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I think the challenge too with creatives is that sometimes um, it's hard for us to communicate (laughs) what we're thinking Mm -hmm. because sometimes it's never been done before. And I find sometimes with I find sometimes with our clients too, we'll come up with this idea. And we'll present it to them and be like, oh, this is really great. This and this, that, and the other. And we'll tell them all the things that we're going to be including. And they're like, yeah, but can I see a picture of it? I'm like, no. It doesn't exist. We d- it doesn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have a photo of it. So I can show you the elements we're going to include. Mm-hmm. But I cannot show you in this exact moment what something is going to look like because we actually haven't had the chance to, to do it yet. Mm-hmm. So this is totally customized to you. Mm-hmm. The next person asks for this sort of idea. We're going to create something different so that it fits them. So awesome. I like the I like that. Yeah. I also have discovered, and uh, you totally were right when I asked you, is that I saw another wedding planner put together a tablescape drawing of exactly where the napkins laid and where the place cards laid and where the greenery is placed and everything. I thought, oh, this is cool. Like for our clients, they could visually see it. And you're like, okay, well, the clients expect this on the day exactly. And with all the other challenges that happen, it's not always the easiest way to do it <laughs> and yeah. you get there and you're playing around you're like actually this looks better so your yeah. client might be disappointed in saying but I wanted the picture it's like well in our opinion this looks better it fits the venue better it looks nicer so yeah I like that when we design there is a bit of room for creativity because on the day Absolutely. we could find a different way to do it and be like oh so much better right so. yes well I think that's you're right I think that's an important thing to to have and to clarify with the client as well what those expectations are. Mm-hmm. They're like this is very kind of high level what we're thinking of doing, mm-hmm. but then in the, on the day in the moment we're gonna we're gonna make it look as best as we can. And so it's always like, do you guys trust us? If you trust us, it's gonna look amazing. But it also allows them to like not. Um, worry about some of the details that just it's Mm -hmm. like you guys don't have to if you guys trust us with the look and trust us with putting it out enjoy every other moment of your day so that when you show up the doors open into your reception or into your ceremony and you're like wow this is way more than I was expecting totally so it's also about kind of it's it's managing the expectation of the client but also like kind of under promising and then over delivering a little bit too which we love those reactions we like that jam for sure (laughs) yeah Well, let's chat about why decor is important on a wedding day, because realistically, you don't need it, right? It's not something that is absolutely necessary for you to get married. 100%. you want it? For sure you want it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. We want you to have it. What level? We don't know. You know, that is a personal choice. Do you want minimal or do you want a transformation? Like, why... 
why do you, Kelly, think decor is important? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I love, I love love it. So I'm like, I'm stunned because I don't know. I think, (laughs) I think decor, I think decor is important because I think it helps to, um, I think it helps to enhance the space that you're in. Mm -hmm. And I think it helps to, um, to unify the day a little bit because the way we like to design events Mm -hmm. is that there's this sort of unifying sort of story Mm -hmm. throughout the entire thing. So you're going to have your ceremony and you'll have certain decorative items and then you'll go towards your, maybe your cocktail area, which will have the same sort of elements. And then you'll go into your reception, which is kind of, um, kind of the main part of the story where you have all these different pieces and, and, and parts, um, that are all sort of connected, but they all kind of flow together in a way that kind of just makes sense. It also helps for the clients as well, especially if you're in a larger space where um, things can kind of get lost a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that decor helps to sort of change and make something better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, but again, it's a reflection of the client as well. So like you were talking about what decor looks like. Well, it, de- it depends. And we always say this too. We can help you in whatever capacity you want. If you want to totally change the entire space, we can help you with that. If you just mm-hmm. want to lay out some candles, we can do that too. Mm-hmm. So it really depends. Everything we do is customized to the client and we always have their um, their requests at heart. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just need a little help figuring out what they want. But it's about um, it's a reflection of the clients as well. And we love kind of being part of that. Mm-hmm. But I think why decor is important is I just think it makes everything I mean, other than it being pretty, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty. It just, it just, it just enhances. It enhances your experience. <laughs> <Yes>. Really. <laughs> yeah, it's like it personalizes the space, right? You know, yes, it's a totally. restaurant or it's a tent or you know, on a regular day, but the one time in ever, it's going to be your day. You might yeah. as well have it as your space, right? You decorate exactly. your home. Why would you decorate your wedding? Yeah, so, I agree. That kind of leads to our next point: is where we find. Where do we find inspiration? So I guess where couples find inspiration is it's clear it's Pinterest. That's where we they start. Yeah. Looking, I right? mean, obviously that's and Instagram the, is the other one. Yeah. I think, I think, so, I mean, how did inspiration originally start? Well, I mean, you look all around you, right? Like there's inspiration everywhere you go, but if you're looking as a bride being like, I don't know what to do. I mean, traditionally you would go to the magazines, you, mm-hmm. you go to the chapters or Indigo or wherever you go and you just take every one of those bridal magazines, you buy every, spend hundreds of dollars on these things and you're flipping through them and you're looking at all this sort of stuff. And then the website started happening. So then you had all these blogs and you've got, you know, um, you've got June bug, you got Rocky mountain bride, you've got, um, style me pretty. You've got all of these huge, um, wedding magazines that are there that provide you with a whole bunch of inspiration. And then of course, Pinterest happened, which was the original kind of, um, the digital scrapbook basically. Mm Mm-hmm. I love Pinterest. It's fabulous for a lot of things or even, you know, Google images too. But again, you've got Pinterest, which has got, you could just type in blue and gold and <laughs> greenery and wedding. And the shit that comes up is like overwhelming. So many things. Overwhelming. And then now, in, now Instagram, of course, is now becoming another source of uh, inspiration where you can just go through and you can just type in tag words or whatever and just go through and follow other, um, you know, wedding focused pages and and profiles and and you can kind of get your inspiration from there so there's a lot of different places that you can go I think the one tricky thing is um, trying to narrow down mm-hmm. that's the problem <laughs> because 
we always get Pinterest links. Yes. And I'm like, okay, we're going to have a conversation because there's there's a shit ton of stuff in here that nothing <laughs> yeah. it doesn't nothing makes sense. So let's let's have a chat. Mm-hmm. Or when you're pinning on Pinterest, it kind of becomes more apparent what you want as the pinning mm-hmm. goes along the timeline, right? In the start, you don't really know and as you just keep pinning, you start to see a pattern towards the newer photos that have been pinned versus mm-hmm. the older photos and it can change. Exactly. Which is fine. Yeah. But we're here to help guide you through what you like on the Pinterest links and what you don't like on the Pinterest links. Like yeah. We get a bit specific in the sense of like, do you like this table? Okay. This table costs $100 to rent. Oh, okay. You like a linen? No problem. That's much cheaper. Things like that. Yeah. So yeah. We, just, yeah, yeah, we yeah. walk you through like, what do you like about this photo? And then, you know, we go from there. But And realistic expectations of that photo too, because I find um, the one bad thing about Pinterest is that as much as it gives you a lot of inspirational photos, some of them are n- not real. <laughs> like, I remember I was talking with a friend who's a florist, and she's like, yeah, that flower doesn't exist. It d- 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 literally does not exist. It's <laughs> I know, been, right? it's, this photo has been heavily manipulated. This liter- yeah. The color, this photo just doesn't, this flower is not real. Like, you have is lying to you. <laughs> a little bit. It's a little bit. I mean, very heavy filters, which none of us are guilty of using ever. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, so, but those are, I think, some of the best places to go check out. And I mean, depending on what kind of, um, depending on what kind of wedding you want to have, I mean, I remember when I was in school and they were talking about where to find inspiration in general for your events. And it was like, look at cookbooks, look at like, you know, random, you know, magazines, like even, even uh, architectural magazines or mm-hmm. anything like that. Cause if you're looking at creating like a lounge space or you want something really modern or something a little more classic, look at travel photos, like look at other places in the world. I mm-hmm. follow so many Italian wedding blogs and so many <laughs> Italian, uh, like so many Australian, like I have, I have, I have got a shit ton on my Instagram, but I look at a lot <laughs> of different things because it's interesting to see what other people are doing. Because we're all on a different timeline of what a trend is. I think Mm -hmm. we in North America are sort of behind. Maybe it's just because of our time zone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey-o. But whenever I used to go back to Europe, I'm like, these styles don't exist yet in Canada. This sucks. So you'd always go back back to Europe or you'd always go to like Australia (laughs) or somewhere else to get like all the new shit. And then it would slowly make its way to Canada. So um, if you're looking for something a little more cutting edge, then check someplace else out, you know? Mm Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. I like, yeah, it's it's interesting that the styles change. Uh, and, you know, like if you want a style in your wedding that is been done before, that's fine. Like if that's what you want. Do it. If you want Absolutely. You know, the rustic wood rounds, baby's breath, like if that's what you like, then just go for it. There's tons of photos like that. But if you want something unique and different, it's very possible. It's just that it takes a lot more creative thinking and mm-hmm little pieces I think for me I overthought my decor on my wedding day like I just completely overthought it to the point that I just gave up and I just let the designer do whatever she wanted yeah I was just I was over it (laughs) I don't care I don't care yeah were you were you you happy with it uh not totally (laughs) I actually remember it is it because you had an idea in your head that you couldn't necessarily communicate no I just so overwhelmed I just didn't really focus on it as much and mm-hmm. um also I think I've done so many weddings where I've seen the difference well now um, now you have <laughs> yeah right also I think your decor needs to tell a story I've been noticing that more and more especially that we've been doing the photography workshops that there needs to be 
a tying theme together. It's just not a gray linen on a, you know, a table with maybe a charger. There needs to be a flow, right? Because if you think about it, it's how would a videographer tell the story with your design? Because right now with COVID, we're only doing very small weddings. So the decor budget is higher because they're not paying for everybody's meal. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You've you've budgeted for 180 people and now you only have like 10. So you've got all this money. And if this is your day, then make it your day. (laughs) Might as well. So I've been trying to find pieces of ways to tell the story. Does the welcome sign placed in the right spot? It's going to be flowing into the ceremony space. The ceremony is going to have signage, chairs, a element of decor that makes sense to the couple moving Mm -hmm. on. Like where's the invitation the day of, um, pieces like, um, like the flat lays in the morning and stuff like that. I'm talking like stationary, but also why are the table centerpieces look the way they do? Are they florals or are, is there, you know, personal photos? What does that look like? So I think when designing, I've been trying to add in additional elements, like the hand sanitizer has been a big guest favor for obvious reasons. So yep. I think it's like saying spread love, not germs. Okay. Yeah. At the time that this wedding was done, it was during a pandemic. <laughs> so exactly. there's like yep. a storyline through the decor telling that kind of absolutely makes sense yes. right yeah yes and I think yeah I I think if you decide to do it on your own mm-hmm. then that is something that I think gets lost a little bit yep. um and I find sometimes too that uh especially if you're working on a tighter budget and you're getting a lot of uh items decor items that are being given to you given which to you. I appreciate and I think <laughs> If it's done well, you yeah. would never, you'd never know. Mm-hmm. But I've been to weddings as a guest and I've also <laughs> done weddings where it's just been a ship mix of stuff mm-hmm. that's just put out because they felt like they needed to, but it wasn't intentional in any way. And I think that's the most important thing when it comes to decor, when you are doing it, because what, what is the purpose of this other than for pleasure, mm-hmm. that it needs to also be intentional. And I think that's what's missing sometimes. Like, why do you have this here? It has, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate purpose and function in addition to pleasure. So why do you have this menu card here on your table? Do you need it? Well, no, but it's nice to have. Well, what is the purpose of it? Well, it's actually identifying what the menu is. Oh, okay. So it actually has a purpose. It has a, yeah. It's beautifully done and it's placed in a way that makes sense. It's not like off to the side or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, I think it's important that you know, like chair covers, mm-hmm. too many chair covers. So your chair is <laughs> ugly. First of all, your chair is ugly and you couldn't afford to rent chairs. Okay, no problem. So you put chair covers on there. Mm-hmm. But if they look like if they're all rising up in the back or if you've mm-hmm. got the spandex ones where you move the chair and then all of a sudden the back kind of like whips up because it's spandex and you've got like, it looks like somebody's walking around with like a pant leg up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It looks awful. Yeah. It looks weird. You could just rent a new chair. <laughs> and you just might as well, you know, so, so it's like, but if you can't afford to rent a chair and you can only mm-hmm. afford the chair covers, no problem. Just make sure that it's done right mm-hmm. so that it looks mm-hmm. clean and looks nice. Because if you're going to, if you are going to spend your money on something, make sure that it still looks good because there's nothing worse than when you look at your photos after and be like, oh my God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when you're like all of it, like, like the, t- the table linen, mm-hmm. if they're off center, mm-hmm. like it's rising up mm-hmm. on one side, it just, it looks awful. Looks and you just, so all you see is all of your photos. Oh my goodness. Or your, the chair covers where mm-hmm. you see half the chair, the leg of the chair is showing. You're like, what? What? Why? Messy. Yeah, it's it just, just drawing attention to it versus exactly. yeah, exactly. exactly. But let's talk about um, some of our favorite weddings that we've done recently. Uh, yes. I want to talk about actually Orphic. We did a workshop in January. Yes. It's called Seventies Love, and that was a great example for. I don't know what Kelly is planning, but <laughs> she has told me to bring all the shit here, <laughs> and apparently she thinks the balloon is going to look elegant. I don't know. 
Okay. But damn, it did. It did. Damn. It did. Okay, so we did a Obviously, couple we'll link this to our blog so you can see what we're talking about. But this shoot was one of those, like, I'm going to hail Mary and I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about, but we're going to get there together. <laughs> okay, so the original inspiration for this was I was trying to find something that was, like, slightly more neutral, muted tones, but with mm-hmm. disco balls because it was the 70s. Mm-hmm. I thought that we thought it would be really, really cool. And... Um, we wanted to include, I wanted to do something a little bit different for this, this little sweetheart table that we had. Sweetheart table, for those that don't know, is for the bride and the groom or for the couple. Mm-hmm. So it's just a little two-person table. And what we did was we took a balloon garland mm-hmm. and we created a table, like a table garland that started like on half the table and extended all the way down onto the floor with the disco balls embedded in the balloon garland itself and then of course we had like the the rest of the items there mm-hmm. we had the the plates and the cutlery and the glassware we had the signage for the menu cards and all that sort of stuff anyways trying to explain that to everyone was like what yeah, and then yeah. when you look at the photos it makes sense i'm just saying i'm yes. just saying yes or i know like, what i'm doing <laughs> you're thinking like no these balloons are way too high or or you know when you think of a garland of balloons you're thinking of like from a dollar store a bunch of balloons all tinfoil yes. stuff no these were high level balloons that were, were sewn together balloons yes so they yeah. were we actually worked with a company um frankie and co they're based in north van and awesome. they uh do amazing photo or sorry balloon installs and mm-hmm. yeah so they actually uh they were able to to help us with this the balloon element of it mm-hmm. so they gave it to us in pieces so we could build the garland together mm-hmm. but again you're like how do you articulate a balloon garland on a table when you're <laughs> like and how is this even functional like this doesn't make any sense well for the for you can do a small like every photo shoot we do is always just absolutely juiced right up so yes. for in real life situations mm-hmm. we can downscale it and sort of shift it a little bit so that it makes it so you can still see over the balloons mm-hmm. um but even the even the backdrop that we did we had that was so funny you, I, you were just like we're gonna string them up <laughs> we're gonna do so we did we did a backdrop of glitter so it was tinsel with streamers mm-hmm. in the color palette that we were doing and then we had disco balls and balloons on the mm-hmm. floor. We had this really cool carpet and the couple were in there and we had like a guitar and everything. It looked and cool. It looked, but the, it looked getting it there, cool. it was just like basically dowels and some streamers and some shining <laughs> tinfoil. And we're like, and how are we going to make this a freaking backdrop? <laughs> like Kelly's like, I have a vision, I have a vision. I'm like, okay. And then you first, with me. you first wanted us to string it up and then string. I'm like, okay, so I'm the only one that's 5'8". <laughs> So I will be stringing it up. We need to be do it on the ground or a table. Yeah. So we created so. it on the level that you could reach. And yes. then we hoisted it up. And it did turn out very cool. Once I'm we got saying. the layers up, but I was skeptical. But as soon as it went up, like, I thought, okay. What is what this, is this caca? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, this whole material costs like $21. And you're going to say it's a mind-blowing backdrop? Okay. Bougie, bougie, but we made it work and it looks it super beautiful. cool. And now it's something that we have, and that yes. now if you guys want, we can do for you. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so that was our Orphic shoot. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have more, uh, but that was kind of one that stuck out in my mind because I remember thinking, like, how the hell is this going to look? <laughs> and then it was, <laughs> it was totally great. Uh, another wedding that we did that was crazy 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 logistics was the christmas wedding oh my god i think this was probably one of my favorite 
It was my favorite. Weddings that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this was my 20 hour day. Mm-hmm. Never worked mm-hmm. a shift this long before. I started at 8.30 in the morning and I finished at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> it was an adventure. Um, so on our blog, so it's proud Alana. of this. Oh yeah. Like, so it was, was Alana crazy. and Manny. And the challenge was they had booked another venue six weeks and the basically three months prior the venue went on strike so there was no servers to have the ability to do their wedding Mm -hmm. okay so we thought okay six weeks out the wedding we need to make a choice here we decided to move to a hotel down the street went to the Sutton Place Hotel which was awesome it totally was very very comparable to what they were having originally uh they we did a fast taster as fast as humanly possible which was one of the most elegant tasters i think i've ever been to it was five courses and they served wine with it at the same time great (laughs) yeah Yeah. and uh the couple also own a catering company so they wanted very specific requests um as per the chef who was the groom so then okay that was the logistics so we had everything ready for decor and we basically had to flip it to a new space (laughs) and yeah there was lots of pieces so, that went into that detail. You're t- we basically took a blank room and transformed it. We brought yeah. Christmas trees in. Her dad had an arbor made. <laughs> we did. We brought a floor wrap in. We, we brought got flooring in. We brought custom um, menus and place cards. We brought uh, chairs in as well. We yeah. brought we brought a lot of different elements in to mm-hmm. really sort of transform the space. But we had the ceremony, and then we had to kick, we kicked everybody out mm-hmm. into sort of this foyer area where they had cocktail hour, and then we transformed the flipped. into the reception, like full full flip. Mm-hmm. We had a king. We had like a king table for the uh, for the bridal party like at the center. Thirty people. It was the bridal party and their dates. So and I their think dates. It was so we were lo- thirty it was like people. Thirty people. We had to put a fire out because I accidentally lit the garland on fire. <laughs> <laughs> the garland <laughs> was fifty feet. It was huge. It was huge. It was yeah. friggin' huge. It could have been its own Christmas tree. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it was craziness. And then we had all of the around the tables. So the great thing about this is that we worked really closely with the venue to mm-hmm. sort of preset the tables as much as possible, and they were just hiding behind a door. So all we had to do is just like lift them and move them into place. But we had to mm-hmm. put the chairs all over. We had to straighten everything too, because again, you go to all this work. You set all this up, but then you have to make sure that all of the signage is straight, all of the knives and forks and the glassware, everything is, we're not talking about like the queen or anything with like a ruler measuring stuff out (laughs) exactly. Like it wasn't that strict in any way, but it was just about making sure that the final product looked good so that when people walked in, they were wow for the ceremony. And then like, what? People wowed when they came in. We had beautiful, tall centerpieces that we had used from the ceremony. (laughs) We moved over to the reception. Um, The bride is a pastry chef. So she had individual Mm -hmm. favorites. She individually made cakes. She made 140 Mm. odd small little two-tiered cakes that went on pedestals that she had for for everyone as their favors. Like all these different little details and elements. She texted me saying, I'm going to make cake favors for everybody. And I said, normally to my other couples I'd say don't do that but I know you so you go for it she's like I'm gonna do it <laughs> you just you just do it girl you give her her their wedding cake was six feet tall like there were just so many different elements and, and like but we worked together with them and we worked with all the other vendors and it was truly like mm-hmm. magical even something as simple as changing their candles oh, so yes. for their ceremony we had uh, a little the aisle down the aisle we had um, cylinder vases filled with white mm-hmm. floating candles and then when we changed it over to the reception, we changed out the candles from white to black. And oh my gosh, it totally changed Completely the look. It changed yeah. everything. It was it was glorious. It mm-hmm. was so cool. So honestly, I think probably one of my 
most my most favorite wedding that we did, but it it was it was a lot. It was a freaking lot. lot of work. Like my feet were swollen yeah. at the end of the night. Um, yeah, it was uh, yeah. it was it was good though. Like they're friends of ours, and we work with them all the time. So I think we were willing to pretty mm-hmm. much do anything for them. But they basically near the end they had no bounds. They're like, I want to add this. I want to add this. And we actually surprised Alana with a cake display. She didn't really know what to put it on, and so we got it last minute with the clear plinths and. Yes. We got clear, yeah, we created yes, this which, and then we had some piece inside that was like greenery. There, there's photos of it on our blog, but it was she had no idea that was coming. We were like, we will do something. And she also yeah. really wanted mistletoe and she was sad that it wasn't available. So random at Christmas, we couldn't find mistletoe anywhere. And our florist found oh, weird. it. We we're so lucky she found it. We we're like, you're going to have mistletoe on your wedding. She's like, I really want it. It's Christmas. Like, we get it. We get yeah. it. We're going to do it. So that was that was one of yeah. the weddings that, for the books that we um, we loved, absolutely loved doing. Uh, which then so led awesome. us to our second wedding, which we've talked about before, is Ashley and Graham, who were featured in Rocky Mountain mm-hmm. Bride, who are also on our blog. But they attended that wedding, loved it so much that they brought a lot of those elements into their own wedding, uh, which is a whole crazy mm-hmm. COVID wedding story there. We do have a blog about it. We'll link it in this in the show notes, but take a listen. Actually, and we have a po- we have a podcast about that yes. wedding too, so we'll link that it we'll link that in there as well. So they were but again, they were um it was such a great example of of a another holiday wedding um where we were able to sort of transform the space we were in a greenhouse and we just utilized this the the greenery that was already there and um yeah that was another one that i was like oh my god i can't believe we did this this I is can't so cool believe it, but we recorded it like the day a couple days right after we did the wedding so take a listen and, and you'll hear our, our opinions on that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but another <laughs> wedding that kind of always comes to mind um is novia and paul's wedding so that is also on our blog oh, feature yes. on one of our front pages uh now that wedding mm-hmm. was just really fun i think to design because she uh got engaged in is it Singapore? Where is she? Uh, I can't go. It was, I think it was. Not Thailand or. No, no, no. no. Um, and she's Indonesia. Okay. So. so she got engaged outside of the country. But they were, they were traveling. Yeah, they and were it was traveling. very different decor. It was like blush tones, cherry blossoms. It was super upscale. So when she showed us that, we're like, okay, we can do that. But then the one that she wanted was complete opposite. <laughs> she's like, I want blue. It was like. like blue like light dusty blues with mm-hmm. whites and greens and we had a lounge area and we had like greenery and you know this is a great example of what we presented mm-hmm. to her and then we down we had to downscale it because of you know budgetary mm-hmm. concerns but it still looked so mm-hmm. pretty so lovely again we did this really um nice sort of king table for the mm-hmm. bridal party and uh and so we had sort of decor kind of positioned in front of it um and but the interesting one is that her decor is very much um, on trend with the greenery and the the uh, wooden yes. chairs that kind of complemented. But what changed her look was the blue linen, which you don't t- typically yes. see on weddings. It's not like a choice of color, but True. the blue really complemented the greenery in the space of what we put on the table. Plus, mm-hmm. it was surrounded in a forest. So if you want to find a way to personalize your wedding, maybe just change the linen color because it can make yeah. such a vast difference when you're putting it all together. And generally speaking the the linen color the cost of the linen doesn't change if you change mm-hmm. your color so if you go with like a regular basic poly mm-hmm. cotton you usually get white 
you could always change the color to like a light Mm -hmm. green or like a dusty gray or a blue or something like that. And it typically doesn't change. It's usually more like the texture Mm -hmm. of your linen. If you go with like a silk or if you go with like a, like a, a proper linen, then your, your linen price is going to go up. But if you go with like a basic, whatever (laughs) linen, change out the color. It's so impactful. And you can even alternate, um, you know, your tables as well, like work with Mm -hmm. the design and maybe you don't have to do the the color on all the tables. Maybe you only just do it on some of them. So then again, it just totally changes the look and the feel of the space when you walk in there. So, I mean, Erica and Michael is another example of the Mm -hmm. linen color is the the, kind of the next one we're going to talk about. So they were, um, he's Australian. She's Canadian. They currently live in Australia, but they got married here in Vancouver and they, uh, we, again, we worked with some insanely talented, uh, Mm -hmm. vendors. The florals were just like out Mm -hmm. of this world and they had their ceremony or they had their reception, um, on a back Mm -hmm. patio of a venue here called Cecil green, which is just in, in UBC near the university and, um, beautiful space. But again, how do you transfer the look, transform Mm -hmm. the look of it? We did like a light, it was a dove gray. Yeah, so what it was she called. wanted it was light gray with the blues yeah. and the greens and the. She candles. kept showing Holy me crap, Tuscan weddings or winery mm-hmm. weddings, and the common things that I kept seeing in her photos were wine barrels, which is something she didn't want, uh, or like mm-hmm. the grayish off-white linen. So I thought, okay, I think if we pull in this linen, and then everything else should complement it, and I don't think the look yeah. would have been as nice with a white linen. It was such a shift That's in true. grays because. She had like the gray stationery. She had the calligraphy all kind of match everything um, with our friend um, Liza Child. She did all the calligraphy for yeah. that, which was stunning. So it's kind of just, again, it told a story. Like it wouldn't have looked as polished and finished without kind of that gray linen just finishing it off. But I agree. They were, I agree. Yeah. It, yeah, I agree. I think it's funny too, because I, I think a lot of people think that white is the, is the linen mm-hmm. you should go with, but white is actually super mm-hmm. stark. Right. And... Well, Depending on your dress mm-hmm. color, it actually might make your dress look yellow. dirty. So if anything, we all, yeah, it, make, it makes it look a little bit yellow. So we actually always go with an ivory. We never actually, rarely go with white, and it's usually more ivory. It's just a mm-hmm. softer look. Looks better in photos, too, better. to be honest. Yeah. But so then our better. Um, last one we can touch on uh, that I think was really fun to design was our friend Anessa mm. and Steve in the Okanagan. So yes. we got to go to um cedar creek winery which was super fun for us <laughs> so beautiful yeah in Kelowna. if anybody's ever been the wine is amazing <laughs> so they were very much okay using the natural beauty of the space but they definitely wanted to personalize mm-hmm. the decor a little bit to them so what we suggested is uh the space has a stunning what do you call it it's not an arch it's a structure it's an an arbor arbor. it's a structured arbor that's very iconic to the space and you can do a garland on it right how do you explain what we did yeah 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 so so okay so what we did with this this ceremony was um they had basically kind of because it's built on a hill they had it sort of tiered so the ceremony so it's all facing okanagan lake 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 okanagan of some sort facing Lake Okanagan and they have this sort of pavilion area slightly kind of mm-hmm. higher up, which is where we held their dinner reception. And then a few steps down into sort of an amphitheater kind of area was where we had the actual ceremony itself. And at the very end of the aisle was this built-in arbor. And what we did was we 
suspended some, well, the mm-hmm. florist did, but we actually, we had some sheer draping mm-hmm. fabric in addition to um, a greenery garland that we had some greens and, and some florals and whatnot. And then we took that greenery garland mm-hmm. off and reused it again on the head table for That's the right. reception. So one of the things we love doing is reusing your decor as much as possible mm-hmm. throughout the day, because like we'll always say, obviously weddings are not cheap and decor can be hard to justify specifically florals, mm-hmm. for example, like why do you need to spend a shit ton of money on flowers? That's just going to get thrown out after. Well, let's try and reuse it as much as you can mm-hmm. during your day. So then that way you're, you're getting the most bang for your buck and then you can take it home after and enjoy it for a few days before it returns back to the earth. <laughs> yeah. So it was nice to be able um, to reuse the garland on their head table. And same with mm-hmm. them is that it was technically a COVID plan wedding. Um, the restrictions weren't yes, as harsh as they are totally. now, but they basically were able to have a head table to themselves. And then all of their guests around them were able to sit in tables of six. Uh, and again, we use colored candles for that one because we, um, we brought they had their color palette was sage. They really liked the greenery sage. We just didn't really know how to add it in. So with the help of some brightly colored flowers and then the sage candles and then the sage greenery from the greenery garland and green elements, it turned out really nice. <laughs> it turned out mm-hmm. so cool. I was so happy with that one too. And again, another beautiful vineyard so wedding. Pretty. Yeah, it so, was great. It was yeah. it was nice and warm. And they had and they had a, a um haha, this wedding was so funny because we um <laughs> This is the wedding that the balloon traveled oh my an ungodly God. amount. Got a, this balloon got a lot of kilometers. So <laughs> there, they had they have a thing about balloons. It was something very important to them, and they really, really wanted to have a balloon mm-hmm. with their name on it, so that when we reintroduced them as husband and wife, it had their name on it. It was mm-hmm. really, really sweet. So no problem. And for the life of us, we could not find a vendor no. at no. that time in Kelowna who could provide us with the balloon mm-hmm. we were looking for. So we're like, no problem. We know someone in Vancouver. That can help us. Guess who it was, guys? Frankie and Co. in North Vancouver. Thank you, ladies. You're always coming yes. to our rescue. So we're like, great. We're gonna we're gonna order the 36 inch balloon. We want it written on with this, and it'll be great. Now I live in Vancouver, so it's easier for me to go grab. However, as you guys all know, I drive a Civic, and Honda Nation. I can fit a shit ton of stuff so in my many. car. Do you know how much stuff? You know how much stuff I can fit in my car? I squeezed a 36 inch balloon in the doorway. <laughs> and the whole time we're like, I brought it to the door and I was like, Oh my God, I don't think this is going to fit. And she's like, well, there's a little bit of give to it. And I was like, no, I don't want to. Oh my God. <laughs> so we very carefully popped it in the car. And then I've got, I have video of me driving. Well, not, I'm not actually driving, but I'm parked and I've got, this thing is yeah, like, it's, like hitting it's my huge. head. This is how wide it was. Yeah. Wide all around. So I brought it from North Van to South Surrey, where mm-hmm. Tarina lives, so that we could transfer it from my the car truck, to your yeah. truck because we were driving your truck. And then from South Surrey to Kelowna, we brought this balloon. This balloon has had yeah. more kilometers. And then overnight in our hotel room, and we had the AC cranked because <laughs> overnight. the heat was going to pop it. So we were all freezing. I like the AC, but the other girls are like, that's so cold. I'm like, that balloon is worth more. <laughs> Needs to survive. <laughs> it needs, <laughs> it needs yeah. to live. And then we brought it to the venue, and then they were like, "Well, this is amazing." And then they had to wedge it into their car so they could bring it to their hotel we overnight or their Airbnb in the, overnight. In the in the middle of them in the van, there was like six of them traveling back, and this balloon was in the middle. We're like, <laughs> "It's yours now. I don't care what happens to it." But <laughs> it's yours. It's yours. And I did they bring it back I to don't Vancouver? No, I think it, the last time I saw it was in the van. But um, on the way up, our friend Angie was traveling up with us because we're mutual friends with Vanessa, and 
she was like, me and Big Bertha just chilling in this back seat. <laughs> so driving up to Kelowna. It was super funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so let me tell you, tell let me tell you guys the things that we will mm-hmm. do for our clients. Uh, we'll do we'll do no a lot bounds. for you. So we'll bring a balloon. We'll bring a balloon from North Vancouver Absolutely. to Kelowna for the you. Photos so. are in the blog. Check it out. We love them. Oh, so, so here funny. is what so you funny. can expect from our design series. So Kelly, why don't you kick us off with the first one? Sure. So, um, well, here are some elements in no pr- in in no particular yes. order. These are some of the topics that we're going to be discussing. So, um, number one is going to be um, talking about your venue and ways that you sort of looking at your venue in two different ways. Are you going to pick a venue where you have to completely transform the space? Or are you looking at a venue that provides a lot of beautiful elements already that you're just sort of enhancing what already exists? This is something to consider because it does make a difference in your final budget. Mm-hmm. So you could get, we, we always talk about this like lipstick mm-hmm. on a pig. Like mm-hmm. you could go to a hall, which is like stupidly cheap, but you have to spend so much money making it mm-hmm. beautiful versus going to a place that's like a little bit more mm-hmm. expensive, but you don't have to spend as much money making it look elegant. So that's going to be something um, that we're going to be talking about. Our Um, next uh, podcast that we're going to be featuring is uh, graphic design and how important it is in your day. So sometimes Mm -hmm. it's an afterthought. And for me personally, when I got married, it was something that I just kind of pushed to the side a little bit because it was higher in cost. But we're going to be um, looking at your signage, your invitation layout, your... Mm -hmm. Um, place cards, things like that. Something that helps tell the story of the design and tie together like why you chose these flowers or or the thank you exactly, bits yeah. or um, why you've chosen this color palette. It complements the the space but also adds some functionality to it like directions to the bathroom or is someone eating the chicken or the steak or the veggies, things like that. So that is our second element. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, another one that we're going to be talking about is um, – lounge spaces so um not in covid of course because we're not allowed to necessarily mingle (laughs) however um we love incorporating the idea of an of an area where people can relax and visit at their own leisure and we love creating these spaces lounge spaces is really what it is so uh we'll be interviewing some of our our um our favorite vendors in vancouver where we can kind of talk a little bit about that how to design it um, what sort of items you include in in a typical lounge and how it can help to enhance the space and why I think it's something that you definitely yeah, need. Right. I think so. Another one is mm-hmm. your table choices, tables and chairs. So why would you select these tables? Um, why would you select these chairs? How does it affect your guest experience, but also your food service and your decor? Because mm-hmm. there's just so many things to talk about that. I was going to dive in, but I was like, no, no. No, no, no. I'll wait till we got to wait for the episode. Because the catering mind is coming into play. You can have huh? a beautiful wooden table, but nobody gives a shit if your candles are taking up the space of your chicken. So we exactly. will discuss. We will discuss. Yes. We'll discuss. Exactly. <laughs> and then um, the last sort of topic that we're going to be going into are, is my favorite, florals <laughs> and how they can absolutely transform a space and the different levels that you can have when it comes to florals, you can do something as simple as a bud vase or something absolutely as extravagant as a giant arrangement. So <laughs> we'll be again, um, interviewing some of our favorite vendors where we can kind of talk a little bit about, about why they love florals and how it 
definitely impacts and affects the overall look of the space. You bet. So obviously this, uh, this series is very visual. So when you are (laughs) listening to us, be sure to look at the show notes because we will have so many, so many links to our blogs and photos. So you can actually see what we're talking about. We're bringing another layer of experience to you listeners (laughs) to this (laughs) podcast because we want you to check it out too. Of course, if you have any questions, feel free to let us know. Uh, If you have some design questions, we love to hear it. We're happy to answer them on the podcast. And yeah, we're excited to embark on this journey with you guys and together. Yay! Okay, so keep watch. Make sure to subscribe. And next Friday, we will have another element of the design series for you. Until then, take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.